Hello and welcome to Inspired, your grown-up girl talk. I'm Stacy Fleece, sitting in the same room today. This is different. With Samantha Tredelius. And you guys have to understand, we don't sit in the same room when we record this. Never. This is our first time. I know. And it feels good. It feels great to see you in person, IRL, in, awkward. Re- in real life, not in black. I'm not in black today. Which, I have black I have black shoes on. Yeah, I saw you and I was like, I don't know what's happening. I know. Well, it's a million degrees outside. It is. And um, I thought pink was good for today. No, this a is hot good. pink, a Barbie pink at that. This is good. So we're working on a new project. And so we were testing out uh, our mics and our uh, recording. So you're getting us in person today, which is kind of fun. Uh, it's oh, a little okay. weird, though. Like, I'd be really a horrible actress, like having to shoot like inappropriate scenes because I have like there's a lot going on right now. Just the inappropriate scenes? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think the normal ones would be fine. I don't know how they do the inappropriate ones. Though. I don't know. It's a lot. We have so much to talk about, though. There's a lot going on. So we haven't had just you and me time in a while. I know. And so we have a lot to kind of cover. Um, and Summer I'd, has been busy. Summer's been really busy. And it's over. And it's over in a big way. It's, oh, it, 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 it's, oh, it's la- Labor Day. Labor Day. It's over. Traffic's back. White denim. No out. white. White denim is out. Yes. Traffic's back. Kids are back in school. Mm. Uh, the moms are Fire out. Season. Fire season. Hurricane season. Yeah. yeah. Earthquake season. That was neat. That was fun. Yeah, I don't know what to think about that. I want to talk about what's going on in your work life because we haven't really touched on that. So, what's happening in the mortgage world? Is it are is it getting better? It's uh, it's been very quiet this summer, which is a little unusual. And um, you know, I think a lot of it is people don't want to move unless they have to mm-hmm. um, because there's a lot of uncertainty in the economy. But I expect that over the next handful of months, we'll see that start to loosen up a little bit. I like that. Insurance is equally as, it's not quiet. It's, it's a um, hot mess. It's like, you know, if you imagine putting yourself into a garbage disposal and then just like turning it on, that's kind of what, what the vibe is right now. Basically, there's no uh, marketplace for insurance. Very little in the state yeah, of California. Yeah, what about the companies that like pulled out yeah. of the entire state? Isn't that great? They're just like, we're not going to do this anymore. How are they allowed to do that? Uh, well, they're just doing it. I think it's because they don't have any more capacity. And so, and then with the fire season and the, see, I don't think people understand that just because you live in one area, the things that happen across the country also affect the rates and things to the other states. So if there's a hurricane, we're going to feel those rates fluctuate in California just as they feel the rates with fires. Well, they did have a hurricane in San Diego. Yeah, they did. And it, an earthquake on top of that. Yes. In California. It was a tough day. For it, was, it, was, it was a lot. Um, so I want to talk about summer activities. Uh, did you travel? I did not. And you know why? Because everybody, everybody was else traveling. Was. Everybody else like, was. I had it, so many of my friends out of town mm-hmm. all summer. Everyone's over in Europe. Everyone's doing this, that, and the other thing on the East Coast or wherever. I, I was like, I'm out. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not going to participate. I'm not playing. Here's a little secret we found. September's a phenomenal month for travel. Yeah, don't tell anyone Just that. like, well, I mean, we can tell our listeners okay. our little dirty secret. We love a September travel. Kids are back in school. Not a lot of people. Hotels are usually a little less, right? Mm-hmm. And it's Weather's like, usually still pretty good. And I feel like it's a little bit less of a clusterfuck. It's a lot less of a clusterfuck. And I'm here for that. Yeah. I was gone a lot of summer, um, which was really stressful because we had a big event, which we just came off of for Sparkle. Yeah. So having to plan an event and be, you know, 3,000 miles away was kind of a new fun experience. But we pulled it off. That's and it good. was amazing. It was a couple weeks ago. And it was probably one of the highlights of my Sparkle career. I love that. Yeah. Right? Uh, but now we're back. We're back in action. 
kids are back school is back no more fun for us uh yeah, well i mean fun without kids that's okay yeah leave them in school and we'll go have fun I like it. Um, I want to dive into some current events because there's a lot of shit going on. Like, we have not had a chance to really get into one of my favorite subjects. The world's a mess. So it's it's always a good read. Uh, Any kind of CNN, any kind of news headlines, always fun. Always good. So I want to talk about the aliens because you and I love an alien story. We actually pass alien videos back to each other. Why aren't we talking about them anymore? What, What happened to the aliens in Vegas, the ones that landed in Vegas? That was over the summer. Yeah. And it was all over TikTok. There was alien talk everywhere. Mm -hmm. And and then it just disappeared. It's like somebody just swept it under the rug. I think there's things we don't want. They don't want us to know about. What about the lizard guy on the airplane with the gal who flipped out on the Dallas uh, flight? Okay, I I can't even. I don't understand. I nobody knows. Nobody Nobody knows. knows. But I saw another video of her. I don't know if you saw this one where she was in the airport and they were telling her she had to leave the airport. And she was was right after she got off the plane. Mm -hmm. And she was totally calm initially. Like she was talking. She was FaceTiming with, I don't know, mom, sister, somebody. And she was fine. And then she turned around and there were a few people staring at her. Yeah. uh, You know, rightfully so, I guess, on some level. And it's like she saw something and flipped out again. Yeah. Uh, like, mm. I think there may be something else going on. But then she also uh, was doing a video about now how she's going to be doing a nonprofit circuit. So I'm like, oh, about okay. About mental health? There was no talk about mental health. Like, that was not the moment. So I'm not, like, there's a, there's too much. It's too much I going don't, on. I don't know. I don't know what's happening with her. But here's the question. If, if you were on that plane and she's losing it mm-hmm. and she's saying what she's saying and then she's saying, like, you should get off this plane. I'm going to get off the plane. Are you? I think so. I would want to get off the plane. Wouldn't I mean, you want to get off the plane? I think I'd be torn. I don't know. It, I think it would be mob mentality. Like I'd if, be like fucking annoyed. Well, yeah. But because now I'm now having to wait. Now you've got someone saying, get off this plane. Right. This plane is not going to make it get off this plane. I don't, oh, like, I don't know. Like we travel a lot. Like what would we do? I don't know. I think we'd be a little creeped out. I'd be super creeped out. But I don't know that I'm going to be the one person that gets up and leaves. Because you're not you're not okay being that one. Pro- I would I, I don't know I don't know depend on my mood. Um, okay, so we're covering that now. This is something near and dear to your heart because mm. you're kind of a sports gal. Let's talk about the man coach with the makeout oh, of the Spain. player. Oh, is this Spain. normal? Is this what is this? No, it's not normal. I don't know. Like like were they a thing? Well, that was my first thought. I'm like, did he just out them? But then she was like. Absolutely not. I didn't. I didn't want that. Now I think she's suing him. Yeah. If and it's, um, if they were a thing, that I, mm, that would be bad because now she's suing him. But it's uh, that's at what point in his head does he decide? Let's make that's up. okay. Yeah. Let's that's, make up. You know what I'm gonna do? Yeah. I'm gonna kiss her for no apparent reason with no permission to do so because that seems like the right thing to do. I'm gonna make a statement. I think a mouth kiss on anyone other than like a significant other. I think it's weird. It is weird. Right? Like, I think it's even weird when you see relatives mouth kissing, like moms and kids. Like, I think that's all, like when they're older, I find it odd. And I think it would be really weird to like mouth kiss your soccer coach. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I don't want to do that. I just, can we just Can not, we not do it? Yeah. Just, if you get that thought in your head, just make it go away. Because it's never, there's never a moment. I don't care if you just won the World Cup. There's like, never a moment like, where that's okay. He was like, it was just the heat of the moment. What? The heat of what moment? What moment? Whose moment? Not, I, not her moment. Not not the, their moment. It was definitely his oh, moment. so bad. Um, okay, so we both agree that that's just, it's yeah. probably not great. We're going to take mouth kissing off the table. Mouth kissing is out. Okay, let's talk about Simone Biles because she's back 
and I'm here for it. How do you take two years off and then come back and fucking crush it? Because you're Simone Biles. Because you're Simone Biles. Yeah. And and you know what I love the most about her was that she was in the situation to where, you know, she was just so overwhelmed mentally with what was going on and just said, you know what? I'm going to take a time out. And half the world was like here for it. And the other half was like, you know, she should buck up and deal with it. But then did everyone forget like what had also gone on with all those girls and the, you know, the oh, abuse the, and the everything doctor. else? I mean, and all that compiling with the stress of, of, you know, that platform of being on the Olympic stage. I mean, amazing for her to be able to come back and rock. When have we ever had somebody, though, who at the Olympics says, I'm out, I can't do it. Like, she's there. And it's not, she doesn't fake an injury. Nope. She doesn't pretend that her grandmother died and she has to live. Like, none of that. She just literally said, I got the yips. I'm stressed. I cannot do this. I love it. In this stage. I have the chills even thinking about it because... You know, so many people maybe want to or get to a place that's so dark. I mean, that pressure must be so overwhelming at that level. How did she not go home and eat and get fat and stuff, though? I mean. Two years. I don't know. She's Simone. She doesn't need to. But I was watching her on that balance being going, God, I, I, I could never do that. Could you do that? No. I mean, I could barely walk in a straight line. I run into chairs that aren't moving yeah so, i mean we're I a disaster mean, but the bottom no. line is we're here for simone and She's everything amazing. that she brings to the table and i love the like energy that little girls have for her too that are not even in the gymnastics space i mean people just love simone so i'm really excited to see what she comes to the table with Paris is is the next Olympics, yeah? Paris, yeah. And and here's the other thing, though. She's 26 years old, and they're talking about how she's really old. Like, that's <laughs> – how sad is that? It's not great. It's, it's, it's not great. It's such it, – it, 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 I don't know. I find that to be a huge bummer. It is a bummer. Um. All right, next up, we got the Mitch glitch, okay? Oh, Mitch. <sighs> let's, um. let's unpack this. Mitch glitch, for those of us that haven't been watching the news, is when he just freezes because he's either a robot – or 175 and needs to just his 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 quarter has run out i mean i just i can't i don't want to laugh at somebody's health issues but you you're too old to be in congress you're too diane you're, you're too get out let's old get out to be in congress you're not you're not representing me well if you freeze if you have to control all delete yourself yeah if you have to unplug and replug back if in you gotta to be able to finish reboot, a sentence yeah reboot the whole drive you're, you're not representing anybody well but here's even the thing you know going back to like our presidential candidates of past and even present when you're 80 almost or you know rounding the corner there what do you shouldn't you be just like winding down life i mean who wants to be 80 running a campaign or you know you know look at diane i mean she's had such an incredible career and been amazing but like enough is you don't even know where you are half the time well, now that's it's a hard job and yeah. it, it it takes a lot of stamina it's stressful it's you're on the go all the time there's there's so much involved with it i can't imagine being that she's 88 maybe 89 107 i don't know 188 maybe i whatever it is uh that's that's a lot for someone that age to carry it's a it'd lot it'd be a lot at 60 it'd be yeah. a lot at 40 yeah and i mean the service that these individuals even mitch have had to the country is amazing but like guys let's give it a rest yeah because let it go let somebody else let the new talent come in and get I some think, fresh blood i think they i think they should set it up where like you hit a certain age and you you can become a sustainer like Thank we you. do in junior league. Yeah. You become a sustainer. I like it. You can be advising from, pay, pay your from dues. the back. You don't you, even need to pay dues. No. Well, we pay dues, but we just pay less dues. Yeah. So yeah. fewer dues and you just are Congress sustainer mm -hmm. and let the Congress actives 
handle the heavy lifting. I think this is a brilliant plan, and I think perhaps we should propose it to the congressional committees. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm in. Which, going back to the aliens for a second, mm -hmm. I want to know more about the congressional alien committees, right? Because then that was all the rage, and then that got going quiet, too. Yeah. See, they just kind of sweep it under the rug, and they know that we all have shiny object issues and as soon as the next fun news story comes out we're just going to move on to other things bring back the vegas aliens please where's that family where, where is that alien where's the ship that crashed we all saw the light yeah we did it crashed where is everybody uh, mm, yeah a lot of questions maybe they're on area 50 51 i don't know yeah all right so while the aliens are gone um guess who's back who's back the fire festival okay uh no it's, whatever whatever is coming back relative to the fire festival is a solid no for me. So he went to jail, and in jail he came up with another plan of how to scam. And hit you know who he was also friends with was the uh, Anna Anna Sorkin. What was her name? The bounce check the gal who was the socialite. Oh, the one that like scammed everybody. Out they of were money. actually like. In, they were like I don't know if they were like boyfriend girlfriend, but she lived with him for some time. Ew. They were like buddies. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the fire festival is back. I don't know if Jaw Rule is participating. I don't know if there's tents involved, but like, is there white bread and styrofoam? Involved? What person's like, yeah, I want to sign up? And then you had mentioned like the ticket. They said that they'd sold out. Well, oh, they, they yeah, they made some comment. They'd sold out the, on the first release of tickets, but no mention of how many tickets that was. It was probably two. Maybe yeah. it was one. Like that's a honestly good marketing right there. I mean, the first the first round of tickets is already sold out. But by the way, it was me and my mom who bought them. It was me and my mom, and maybe then we my were grandma. Sold out. Yeah. Now, um, I'm interested to see where that goes. I really enjoyed the documentary. I also love a documentary on an airplane. By the way, if you didn't know that about me, um, I get down with it. What yeah. do you What do you watch on the airplanes? Um, I'll watch a movie, but I cry at everything. So my kids get really mad at me if they're flying with me. Oh, and you're an airplane crier? Yes, I will cry. Like, I, um, well, last time I flew, I watched some old episodes of Ted Lasso, which I love that show, mm -hmm. and have watched it over and over again. Mm -hmm. But the, um, one of the ones they had on the plane that they were showing was the Christmas one, which I think it was, a, I think it might have been season two Christmas one. Um, and I, I, I've seen it four times, five times. I still cried. And my kids get super pissed when I do that. They do not like me crying on the So plane. how about when you're on the airplane and then you like look over to the guy next to you and he's watching some inappropriate programming and you're like, oh, okay, well, uh, interesting. And then how about when That's you That's what happened to me on a ferry <laughs> in Greece. That did happen it's never to us. happened. I've had that happen on a plane where people are watching inappropriate things. Or maybe I find myself, like, I was watching Hustlers, which isn't, like, a super inappropriate movie, but, like, if you don't know what it is you're watching, it looks like I'm just watching strippers on a pole. Um, on the airplane? Well, you know. But it was it was available on the plane. It was an option. It truly was. Um, but speaking of documentaries, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp also have a new uh, little three-parter about the trial of the century. How great was that trial? It was really that good. That was fantastic. It kept me going. The um, the chalice of wine. It was the, the mega pint. The mega pint, The mega yes. pint, yeah. And then Johnny Depp was just like he is in pirate movies, but in real life. He was he was totally uh, Jack in real life. In real life, yeah. on the stand. Yeah, no. he should have been like all with the earrings and the dreads and the whole thing. It would have been perfect. I can only imagine like how eccentric he is though in real life. Like he's got to just be a weird dude. Well, she's not exactly. Well, she's also weird. Mainstream, chick. right? Um, I mean, who shits on a bed? Who shits on a bed? That's a great question. I I've never, I mean Amber, I've, but I've never done that. Dogs. 
don't even do that. I mean, Enzo may have shit on a bed. Really? Uh, maybe. Maybe, yeah. When he couldn't get off? Because <laughs> <laughs> his, legs, his legs were too short and he got maybe. stuck on the bed? No, but like Amber was something else. And then like her theatrics, I think. But I also think that was kind of a defining moment because you either loved her or you hated her. You either felt sorry for her or you despised her. And whether like he abused her or not, it was definitely an interesting take because people were so opinionated on it, but also didn't like really have any grace or compassion for the situation because it was definitely like a volatile unhealthy relationship for the both of them because he's clearly like got a drinking problem oh it was it it was a mess and for she's both of them. a disaster but that whole trial was just full of it was a cast of characters yeah. like it literally was characters written on a script yeah um i think that's what captivated people is just the the personalities and the characters but what does this say about us as human beings? I mean, and you and I are both guilty as charged with our true crime obsession. And like the shit that we like like to watch on TV or even just watching that trial and watching that demise of two individuals. I know. Like what Sad. does that say about us as people? That we suck. <laughs> Do we suck? <laughs> no. I think the thing with like the true crime is I think it's the fascination of like why someone does what they do. Or why they think they can get away with what they do. That part of it always fascinates me. Not the so much of like what has happened. It's just like what it took to get there and then how they figure out who did it. Like the puzzle. Well, I think I like the puzzle. And I think I think that is uh, advice for anyone who wants to go commit a murder. They really should watch at least five seasons of Dateline before they go do it. Fair. Because there's a lot of things there's that are addressed regularly on yeah. Dateline that would help them maybe get away with it a little bit longer things like don't do google searches on your computer about how to get rid of a dead body fair um how long does it take a dead body to decompose how to kill your husband yeah how much how much, how much chlorophyll poisoning do i need to give them don't google this shit don't so do this, it this actually brings up a really good point where you, when you and i were at, in florida we were having a little weekend and we did a dateline a couple episodes of course we did and you brought something really great to my attention that i did not know so in the first three minutes if you whatever partner you don't see they're the one that did it for sure so if they're interviewing the husband no wife wife did it and vice versa or if they are interviewing them and you only see them from the neck up mm -hmm. because then you don't see that they're in the the jail suit jumper true yeah. true that's so, interesting yeah. so, but you know it's even more interesting do you remember when we met the dirty john gal yes so i had like to be in the presence of someone who actually was a victim of true crime and then also um and then had a whole doc series about it yeah and collier the uh and they have a great podcast the survivor squad i think it is yeah but that was the first time I'd ever like seen someone that had actually gone through such a trauma. And it was very interesting to like actually have some relatability like they're human beings because yeah. you always just see them on TV and you're like, oh, well, that, you know, obviously that sucks. And or in her case, the character, the person that played her character yeah. on TV and then to actually just coincidentally meet her and him. He, you know, he was the kid who testified against his father killing his mother when God, he was, that was like so nuts. 10, 11, something. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. But I love those two. We should actually have them on. I love those two because they took such a hard moment for the both of them, found some solace, and have created this space where they interview other survivors of, you know, these horrible crimes um, and found ways to kind of work through their grief together, which is kind of, you know, I don't want to say it's cool, but it's, I like when you take something that's hard and turn it into something that's positive, yeah. I guess, yeah. is what I'm saying. Um, okay. So now I want to talk about something that I would like to just call some human courtesies. 
Okay, because okay, we haven't sure. really gone down that road. Right. We've we've talked about airport, you know, behavior. We've talked about, you know, just kind of common courtesies. My latest uh, pet peeve is the RSVP. And I have two prongs here. One is when you RSVP and then you don't fucking show up. Because, listen, I'm a person that takes a lot of energy with my entertaining. So if I am know I'm going to have 25 guests, I'm going to prepare for 25 guests. I'm going to set the table for 25 I'm going to buy food for 25 And then when you just don't show up, you know what's going to happen? You're not going to get the invite anymore. I'm no longer going to be doing it. As like a, I think that has to be the standard rule. I think that's it. Like, I think we're just out of space in life where that's yeah. happened. The other one is uh, when you get the evite, which we know we all see, we can see that you looked at it and then you didn't respond. Or we can see it, it was delivered. You know? And you haven't even bothered to open it yet. That's another one. Yeah. I mean, these are just the basic human things. Like, if it's electronic, guys, know that you're being seen. Your movements are being seen. And it's annoying. Yeah. So it'd be great if you would just reply. I mean. And just, I really, I hate chasing people down for stuff like that. Or the, like, last minute. Or, or, like, the last minute I can't make it. Or calling the person who's having a big event. Like, as if you're the only person calling them or coming at them sideways when there's a big event. Go, like, don't be that person. Or how about um, if you RSVP for two and then you, at the last minute, bring four? That's also weird. And don't do that. And I don't know that that's okay. It's not. Unless they're kids and like it's a, like a no. kid barbecue maybe. Then RSVP for four. Then Or just let the host know. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Um, okay. So what other uh, little human courtesies would you like to bring to the table? Because that was my big bitch of the week. <laughs> I think that's a good one. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good one. Um, you know, I think the one I had last night was the person in the express checkout line at grocery store that has a full cart. Oh, God. Don't do it. Don't do it. Here's something. Don't be in line at a concert for merch, right? This is last night at Beyonce. Mm. And then get up to the line that we've all been waiting in an hour plus, you know, because the girls wanted shirts. And then asking the person, what do they have? Well... Trisha. Isn't it all displayed? You have been standing in this fucking line for an hour and a half. Now is not the time. Did you get merch last night? Yeah, I did. I bought um, sweatpants. Sweatpants and sweatshirts. And I uh, would like to let you know it was over $350. How long did you have to wait in line? An hour and a half. For merch? For merch. And, and it was like the 95 girls, degrees down there. Yeah, it was insane. It was literally insane. But it was, I mean, the kids for show, that's what they wanted to do. And I was like, okay, fine. Like, this is, this is something mom's doing for you. Um, but yeah. It was like more than anyone should have to do. And and don't like get up to that line and have no idea what the fuck's going on. Concerts have become such huge profit centers. Well, and the artists and don't make money. it's not just the ticket sales. But the artists make no money, which is the... How can they not be like, making so, money? So, example, the Beyonce tickets. Have you checked her bank account lately? I'm sure Bay and Taylor are making just fine. But like, let's say they sell a ticket for 500 bucks. When you look at all the fees and all the stuff that goes in there, I mean... You're not spending $500 a ticket. You're spending probably closer to eight or $900 a ticket. And I don't know how much money they get. And then the, all the merch, I don't know that they, I mean, I don't know. I'm well, not, they have to get I a would, chunk of that. I would need to ask some of Ticketmaster sucks. Yeah. Uh, you know, all the, all the fees, they stick on everything. And not just Ticketmaster. I'm using that term generically. But they're awful. Like, I, at some point. I don't know how they're still around, honestly. I don't, I don't understand how they can... Can't somebody else just start a ticket company and go to the artist and say, I'm not going to fuck the people that love you by charging them 2x the ticket and the x is the all the fees? I mean, I think it's fair. I will say this, though. 
I asked my daughters because they'd never been to a concert before. Do you want to go see Taylor or do you want to go see Beyonce? And they were like, dumb, mom, Beyonce. So I got the tickets. We went. And to see someone who sounds as good as they do on their album in person. And I'm sure Taylor was amazing as well. I've seen Beyonce before. It was honestly like an experience, you know, being in there, the energy, the vibe, everyone was just in this moment together. And it was like the super blue moon. And it was, you know, my, you know, you look over at your kids and they're just like gleaming with these moments of like having this amazing experience. Were you sweating though? No, it was like, it was perfect. I mean, it was absolutely, I mean, it was hot. Were but you claustrophobic? It, no. Oh. It was like magic. It was like what you wanted it See, to be. See, that sounds awful. No, it was, it's it was absolutely. Crowd. I can't, I can't do the crowds. I think you, I, I think, can't do the heat. I can't do the crowds. Yeah, no, this was fine. Um, but it was very cool. And there's something to be said about, you know, that sisterhood of just that sister energy that was in there. How was the, out, how was the, uh, how were the outfits? The outfits. Like the, it was. It was. Fashion show it was better than amazing. the derby. It was better than the derby. Oh, because really? Because she had asked everyone to wear silver and yeah, to look like a glitter ball. ball. It was everything. In Did that work? Hundred percent. Like, was everyone into everyone it? Was, Did she shine lights on the yeah. crowd? Oh, yeah. Did it make like no? You could see the whole disco bit. ball stuff. The best part was getting out of there, and we walked in the door last night at like one forty-five a.m. Mm. And it was school night. And Monroe goes, you know, mom. Do you think I could stay home from school tomorrow? And I looked at her. No. And I said, do you think Beyonce stays home from work? No. That bitch gets up and she goes to work. So guess what? You're going to get up and go to school in the morning. Sure enough, this morning, woke her ass up. Woke them both up. Seven. They were up. They were ready. They were both exhausted. And you know what they said? Beyonce gets up. And she goes to work. Yeah, but she probably doesn't go to work until like four or five in the afternoon. You know what? It's we didn't need to get into specifics. Oh. It was more about you know just. Tomorrow. I would have sent my kids to school. Yeah, school. I mean, come on. If you want to play, you gotta like you you want to party, you gotta do the work, right? That's, that's, that's the way what it goes. Happens when it's a weekday. And it was absolutely fantastic. So, moral of the story is, uh, you need to not be in politics if you're over seventy. Yeah, we've decided seventy is that you can be in politics, but only as a sustainer. Yeah. Uh, aliens are real. Aliens are and being hidden. They've hidden them, and they've hidden that family. Uh, no making out with your players, coaches. Keep your lips to yourself. No, no mouth kissing except your spouse. Uh, mortgages and insurance are still a very, very volatile. A little, little bit of a hot mess. A little bit of a mess. Uh, when you get an invitation, handle it. Handle it. RSVP or yes or no, and then show up. And. Uh, Amber Heard and the Fire Festival are still two things we need to keep our eyes on. We uh, are glad to be able to spend a little bit of time together with everyone this week, and we hope that everyone else this week is going to get out there, and what are they going to do? They're going to be inspired.